Hello and welcome to a brand. You know what? No, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing tonight's episode. I'm just out. Hello and welcome to another episode of Dinks with Kinks. I am taking over because apparently somebody is, uh, he's a little gun shy tonight. I am Rebecca. Hello, everyone. And also with me is uh, one of my wonderful, wonderful co-hosts, Shep. Happy New Year, Shep. Happy New Year's and good evening. Hello. And then the man of the hour. It's going to be an hour, John. Are you ready? Are you ready? Mm. It's not going to be an hour. Nope. I got that much time. Oh, you think so? Our episodes are typically 30 to 45 minutes. We don't go an hour. Nope. Okay. Nope. Well, nope. also with us is John Dondero. Hello. Hello and welcome to the next episode of Dings with Kings. Let's talk about what we're talking about next week, guys. Let's go. Shep, you want to handle this? You want to handle this? <laughs> yeah, I can. I've got some stuff. What are, what, are, there. what are we talking about tonight? That I don't tonight, want to talk about. Tonight, we are talking about you, John Dondero. The kink wheel landed. The kink wheel spoke. And the first episode of the new year. The first episode of the new year is John. We're going to talk about I, John. I don't think the audience wants to hear about that at all. Um, I mean, I know I don't. I maybe Let me speak for the audience and say we don't need this episode. Uh, I'm a guy who does a thing and I make good puns, really good puns on the internet. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think that covers what we need to know. That but covers me. I, I mean, what, what about you though? I, okay, so <laughs> I will not talk about myself, but I will answer any questions you guys have thoroughly. How about that? Because I suck at talking about myself. And he said thoroughly. Oh, he wow. did say thoroughly. thoroughly. You heard it first. Thoroughly folks. answer. Yeah, I will thoroughly answer any questions you may have. But I am really bad about talking about myself, and both of you guys know that. Uh, yes, we do know that. We do know that. I mean, okay. do I though? Because, I mean, I hear it all the time in the streaming, whether I'm well on the stream or not. <laughs> I hear him talking about himself a lot. I talk about the stream. I don't talk about me. Mm. At least not true facts. At least not true facts. I don't say true things about myself. Just that I rescue uh-huh. orphans, orphans from buses that don't need rescuing, and I have a corkscrew penis. Oh my god. Okay, so a nice try and derailing. So I have a question. Yeah. So what brought you into the world of kink? I mean, we all know everybody has kinks, but there's a difference between having kinks and fetishes and actually being involved in the world of kink and fetishes like we are. So what what was your first how did you get into this whole universe that is the kink verse <laughs> well with like with any good stories it started with a woman i was uh dating a girl at the time uh who was um a popular exotic performer and and a, a budding uh, fetish uh, model she worked for a site called heavenlybound.com which is still a site you can go look it up and I was dating her, and uh, the photographer, you know, was very, like, very inclusive. He's very professional. He's like, no, 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 bring your boyfriend. I want to meet him. 
get to know him so that way you feel comfortable he feels comfortable everyone's comfortable so i go and uh meet this guy and of course i'm like you know 20 years old and i'm like very apprehensive i'm just like whoa what's going on here y'all i get there and you know sit for the whole shoot he talks to me we talk and we hit it off and the next thing i know um i am his photography assistant because i was always interested in being a photographer and a rather good one at that point but just very amateur and he's like uh, I need somebody to help me with all this stuff. I need, you know, a photo uh, photography assistant, and I need a um, photo editor. And so that pretty much how I got my start in it and started working for one of the largest bondage um, websites on the Internet. Is photography assistant, is that also known as like a fluffer? Is that what that is? Assistant? <laughs> you know, oh, given, you given the... Given the content that we're filming, God, I wish. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, who, who wouldn't? <laughs> Tell me about your best experience with kink. Uh, I don't know. I think a lot of it was just, like, learning, learning the world of it. Like, realizing that, you know, as sexual as it is, how like it's not what people picture it being it's just community of people who like thoroughly enjoy uh and are un un unbridled about what they like and what they don't like and it's very like inclusive and accepting and i, and I love that i love uh just meeting people who like have all these kinks and that's what really drew me into the kink world was not so much the kinks themselves, but the people who enjoyed the kinks. I've always been a people person. I love I love talking with people. I love finding out what makes them tick. And that's kind of honestly what really drove me into the kink world. That's my favorite part too. Is yeah, the community I can for that? About the people person who would just be buzzing around the parties everywhere, talking with everyone. <laughs> what? is i'm gonna i'm just gonna i'm just gonna just ask you questions until chef jumps in <laughs> um I'm what is chef one of your most memorable kink moments like one that really sticks out to you whether it be good or bad uh honestly the first time i was able ever able to talk about my fetishes with a person and not feel like weird about it like that first moment um and honestly it's much more recent than i would like to admit like i'm, I'm going to go ahead and say i was already on this podcast when i had that first moment where i was able uh because you know before then i wasn't single so when you're talking to people and they're like what are you into up until that moment i'd always been kind of like private about my own personal wants and all that and just having that freedom to go oh no i like this 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 these are my kinks this is my fetish and if you need to know more here's a podcast where i discuss all of it and that was just a surreal proud moment i really had that i was just like no i'm not ashamed of who i am or what i like and i'm just i'm here for it and that was that's quite recently and then maybe for, the second best was the first time the pantyhose didn't get a run in them. 
Oh, yeah. If you're doing it right. We didn't do our Christmas Olympics. I'm sad. I'm sad about that. Oh, no, we didn't. Because I hear putting them on and stuff like that and not getting a run is a challenge. So You know, I I am coming back. I am coming back. I feel like it needs to happen. (laughs) It does. We do need to do the the, the, um, Christmas Olympics. Uh, No, yeah. Putting on pennios without getting a run on it is a very big challenge, especially if you're using cheap pennios. So uh, that's always a win. But I think probably my most memorable experience was the first time that I was ever, ever able to open up about my fetishes and not feel embarrassed or weird about them. Because I knew I had an entire community backing me and supporting me. And I had two other dinks that would be like, no, nah, that shit ain't weird. We support the hell out of that. And so that was Can you get weirder? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not weird. I mean, it's slightly cray, but not weird. No. Well, listen, I'm weird. But not for my sex stuff. For whole different also reasons. True. Also yeah. true. What's your, what is your aftercare? What do you need as aftercare? Uh, to you know, honestly, uh, I change what my aftercare is depending on to who I'm with because, like I said, I'm a people pleaser, much like Shep, facilitator. Uh, but if I had like my favorite aftercare to give or do something with somebody is honestly playing with their hair, watching shows and eating snacks, like just running the hand to the hair and cuddling and then eating snacks and like binge watching like a cartoon. Honestly, that's it. I want to watch a cartoon. I want to watch, uh, either inside job, big mouth, uh, disenchanted right now. I'm watching, I'm watching, uh, Bojack Horseman. And that is like my comfort, and that is my aftercare. I've been doing self-care all day today, laying on my couch watching, jumping between, yeah, Jeff can tell you, watching BoJack Horseman and Witcher Season 2, just back and forth. (laughs) Both very amazing. Jeff, do you have any questions? I mean, I know y'all are roommates, so it's a little hard to ask him questions. I just didn't know if you had any. Mm, Nothing at the moment, but I mean, I've chimed in here and there, but that's, that's what I'll do this episode. Okay, so, so he's gonna be my validator. Talk. He validates my. Assistance. Oh, okay. He's gonna validate yeah. it. Well, I I just asked the questions. So I'm just gonna read the interview. Okay. <laughs> so, you're pansexual. Mm-hmm. When did you really come into knowing and accepting that you were pansexual? And sort of tell us about that. Witcher season one. And was there a fairy involved in the outing? <laughs> yes, Witcher season one. Henry Cavill. No, I mean, like, I've, I've always been like, that dude is attractive. But I, like I said, uh, I didn't really know the term for it. I just kind of like, you know, I like trans people. Like a, a trans woman is still a woman to me, attractive. And I'm attracted to non-binaries. I, you know, I have been known to have a crush on a non-binary or three. Uh, and like I said, as much as I'm not into, like, you know, more masculine types and, you know, men per se... You know, good God, you know, Ryan Reynolds is a thing, and we all, <laughs> we are all kind of into that, so. Now I understand why he was, I was hanging out when I was doing the floggings and stuff up there. Absolutely. Absolutely. He liked the cut of my jib. Cut of his jib. And the crack of my whips. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, it was like one of those things where, and it wasn't some grand outing either. I mean, you were there. I was. 
We our, both our, came out. My, like, yeah, we, we both, both came, came out at the same time. time. On the stream, and it was just like, even our audience was just like, wow, that was so unceremoniously, it was sad. And I was like, <laughs> I don't care. You know, it doesn't have to be a big thing for me, because I never give a crap. You know, I like what I like. And I, I, and, honest, yeah, and I think it shouldn't be a big deal, honestly. That's my yeah. personal, like, it I should felt like be. it was more of a, like, a like. duh moment for me, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, that just, that's the audience, too. There's like, who, who are you telling this to? Right. Okay, um, uh, so you, ha Shep, you, and has have you flogged John? I don't no. think so. No, no. No? Mm -mm. John, my you flogged? Hmm. I think no, maybe yeah. one or two, like a test swing here and there, like an event. I, 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 I have been remember, but not a, not an actual. I event. have been whacked by Shep on many, many occasions, just out of That's goofy different. playfulness. <laughs> yeah, just, but I, I don't think I've ever actually been flogged. I, I've never been uh, flogged in that type of. You know, He's never had a flogging uh, session. <laughs> yeah, but I have oh, got only your, your ass is in the way, flogged out of the way. <laughs> You have an ice cream truck going through your neighborhood? Run out there and get yeah, some ice cream so, real quick. And there's music, weird music going on in the background. That's what you hear. <laughs> nothing. Um, so what is your foreplay, John? What is your go-to foreplay? My go-to foreplay? Ooh. That's a tough one because also that is... Uh, like I said, usually, typically, I'm Dom in the bedroom and I play to my partner's wants and needs my you know so i have the best foreplay beforehand communication and uh, what do you like and that's my go-to foreplay for that person that's hot did it, did it evolve from, I mean, what do you want on your biscuit yeah it's, it's what do you want in your biscuit and um then i just put whatever they well, want on their biscuit oh you tickle the trisket on the biscuit yeah I mean, I, I like all forms. I, I don't think there's a wrong way to foreplay. And I don't think I could pick a favorite. I mean, getting a foreplay, probably, you know, anything leg-related uh, and pantyhose-related, because, you know, I have a pantyhose fetish. Go figure. But as far as, like, performing to another person, it's really centric to what they like, because, you know, that's what I do. Okay, so since doing Dinks with Kinks, we've been here for several, several episodes up to this point. What mm -hmm. is the one fetish that we've covered that you're like surprised that surprised you that you were into? Oh, that there have been a couple that I've just been like, hmm, hmm. I could get behind that. You know, the hair fetish for sure. Uh, I like, you know, hair pulling and how hair looks. I, I didn't realize that I had a thing for hair until we did that episode. We were talking about like ponytail. <laughs> Giving, not receiving, like right? I'll give hair. You want my beard? You can have my beard. No, no, as in not receiving as in in your hair. Cause I, I... Didn't you have like, no, a no. more sensitive head and stuff type of thing? No, don't pull my hair. Mm -mm. Yeah, I see. Yeah. You could pull the top of my hair, just not the sides. I'll cry. That's why usually I keep the sides of my head shaved. Just so no matter how passionate you get lost in there, you can't pull my hair because the hair's too short. 
You only pull the top of my hair, which I'm okay with. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes you're doing so good, they just want to grab your head and say, what's your name, boy? You know, I, what's yeah, your name, boy? <laughs> I know, John, man. you're a good boy. I'm, <laughs> you a, I'm a pretty, pretty, I'm a pretty boy. You're, you're a pretty, pretty, pretty boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I had a question, and then it escaped me. Yikes. But, oh, okay. Well, why do you think um, of it? I'll finish. Okay, go ahead. No, I was no, gonna, I was gonna I, finish. Uh, but I mean, okay, like, there was a lot of like uh, episodes we did that I was like curious to try after we talked about. I mean, I couldn't try to pinpoint one, two, or the other, but couldn't. Yeah. Like couldn't I said, pegging peg a certain kinda, moment or something. I was, I was kind of curious on pegging, but I was curious on pegging beforehand. So, what is one time where um, you had to face being ashamed and were afraid of your fetishes? There are so many times. I mean, I mean, hopefully, no one would ever feel ashamed of their fetishes. But yeah, it's good. Oh, I, I mean, I have felt much shame for my fetishes. I mean, like I said, I have a pantyhose fetish, uh, which is not typically a item of clothing that uh, the opposite sex likes to wear very often so I have been made to feel pretty bad about my fetish several times in my lifetime uh, more times than I can like care to remember but I mean that's okay I mean I'm not expecting everyone to like what I like uh, but I will say moving forward in relationships I'm pretty upfront that I'm like this is a fetish this is this is not a, a kink for me. This is something that's hardwired in my brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's something I need. And if it's not something you can provide, that's okay. And that just means we're, we're not going to have that chemistry going forward. And not feeling guilty for that, saying that, has been the biggest thing to say. Because I feel bad saying, this is something I have to have. I'm sorry. But not being apologetic for it, like, you know, like saying, like, I don't feel guilty that this is what I want. And this is not going to work between us because of that. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like that has, that has been a, that has been a big struggle is, uh, saying that this is what I want. This is what I need. And stand, sticking to my guns and being like, no, if that's not your thing, that's fine. We just don't click. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to somebody? What would, what would be the advice you would give to somebody who is looking to get into the world of kink? Um, communication and don't mask, uh, don't pretend to be a dom if it's just because you don't want to be a good person. Nothing annoys me more. Nothing annoys me more than someone saying they're a dom when they're really not a dom. They're just kind of an asshole. Oh, I hate over, over controlling. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to mask mm-hmm. it as being a dom. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't be that guy. Just own being a jerk. That's also a thing. People people get into that. If that's who you are, own that shit. Don't. Yeah. Don't but say the same I'm way a with dom. Brats, though. Brats are the same way. 
Like, yeah. oh, I'm a brat. No, you're a bitch. Like that. Yep. There's a. They're two totally different things, and you are being a bitch. Like that's that's what I want to mm-hmm. say, but I, that that's my opinion. <laughs> no. Um, do your research. Know what you're talking about before you start talking about it. I was talking. Uh, actually, today I was talking to a uh, sub. We were just communicating. We we're talking about this podcast, actually. Um, and they're like, when, when on dating profiles, there's two questions they always ask. Can you ever disregard a safe word, like as a punishment? And what is your form of aftercare? And if they say yes to the first one, out. If they ask, what is aftercare, out. I'm mortified at the first one. I'm mortified yep. that she has to, or they have to ask that question. Like, well, you do yep. have to ask what? it in this, in this I mean, You do I know, have to ask that question. That's mortifying. It like, is. It frightening. Is, it is horrendous if that's the thing that has to happen. Um, because, and you know, like I said, my answer to both was a safe word is the law of the land. It is the most sacred of words. It is the safe word. You can't disregard it. And aftercare is the most fun part of all sexual expertise because it's the one where you get to eat snacks and watch cartoons. So, (laughs) Um, but no, know your shit. That's my advice. Go on the internet, read, read a book, read the internet, learn. If you want to get in the world of kink, take the time, do the research. You might, you'll probably learn a lot about who you are as a person if you do that. And that's, which you got to do. If you want to have good sex, learn who you are first. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to say good sex, just a good relationship. Yeah, well, I'm talking about, like, you know, people who want to get in the world of kink. You should know what you want, and you should know who you are about. And therapy is God. It's just the greatest thing ever. So. Also that. Yeah. When is it that you felt the sexiest and most confident? Right here, right now. Anytime I'm on the main stage of... Okay, so there's this venue in Charlotte. And it's one of the larger venues in Charlotte. It's called Amos' South End. Some of the most famous people have played there. Well, that's where we hold Purgatory, our you know fetish event. Being on that stage, yelling at an audience, not giving... like you know, But the audience is feeding into it. It's probably the most confident and sexiest I've ever felt. I have been on that stage dressed as Rick from Rick and Morty, who I don't condone. I just love a costume that I can get drunk in and it works. Um, but being able to be up there and have the audience play back and forth is probably the most confident I will ever feel. You just really I can hit me how, how much they really walk the fence with that name. Amos is South End. Anus is mm-hmm. in the South End, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean... <laughs> That was, especially that was when really they, that was a fine line there. Especially when they went to only using the back door. This is true. You can only That's not a pun. Door. They really <laughs> did just switch the front door to the back door. And I'm just like, nice. God, there you go. All right. <laughs> okay. Um Well, let's see here. This is supposed to be like a fetish thing. So how would you I Define yourself as a fetish. What makes you you? Mm. Something that's 
Barry Dondero. Oh, I don't know. Uh-huh. I think... No, I, I could tell you right now. Silliness, laughter in the bedroom. Being able to crack a joke in mid-coitus is yeah, that's that, who I you? am. Yeah. That's who I am in a, in a nutshell. Is being able to make a joke while having sex, laugh, and then immediately go right back into it. <laughs> like I won't miss a beat. I will crack a joke. Uh, you will laugh. You'll go, <laughs> what? Wait, and then all of a sudden you're hit back with sex, and you know that is an unreal <laughs> experience. And that's my namesake. That's what I do. I do that all the time, and it works fifty. 50- 80% of the time, it works every time. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, we're not done yet? Oh, okay, sorry. Back. back. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it's the hot <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's what we're going to name it, the Don Darrow. Hot <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think I think that uh, being able to goof off, like, be silly during sex is also an important thing. You know, it's... Sex is supposed to be fun. It's an it's an intense moment, but it's supposed to be an enjoyable moment. So if you can't laugh at yourself or at the situation, you're not doing it right. At least not with me. What kind of underwear do you have? Boxer brief. Boxer briefs. <laughs> boxer briefs. Hey, our audience wants to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a boxer brief if I am. Uh, let's see if I'm not, uh, if I'm not wearing underwear, I'm just not wearing underwear, but usually it's boxer briefs. And I always wear underwear with like pants because I have a thing about the zipper rubbing up against my peen. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> but usually I, 99% of the time I'm in underwear. I'm not, a, I'm not. What's a your instant turn off? Uh, Runs in the pantyhose. Well, I mean, close. Obviously. See, I was close. Um, no, nah, man, I, I, don't, I don't like runs. That's, that's just improper. Uh, <laughs> poor hygiene. Yeah. Any, any, like, yeah, any improper hygiene, just immediately, I'm just like, I'm, I'm not in the mood anymore. Sorry. Wash yourself. <laughs> Please Show me what you're working Wash with. Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, I'd say that. Or, you know, I mean, there, there's so many, but I think that's the biggest one that will stop me in my tracks. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a big difference between Market Fresh and Fish Market. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Wow. You yeah, went to zero <laughs> puns this episode. I've been, I've not punned at all. I know you haven't punned at all. I'm feeling a little weird. Like, you haven't punned at I am, all. I am uncomfortable. <laughs> I like talking Why about are myself. you uncomfortable talking about yourself? Because I like talking about kinks. Uh, and I don't know. That's that's a whole that's a whole different. That's for a different podcast. That's a trauma based podcast. Wait, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I I don't know you. You're the I don't know the king of kinks. I, I guess. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not. Do God no. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I mean. Like I said, I, I like talking about other people. Uh, that's one thing me and Shep have in common about being Dom. We we'll make it about the other person. Mm. It's, it's, you know, like I said, we may be in control of the show, but you are the show. 
Okay. What do you look for? Yes, in Rebecca, the sun? you are the show. I am the show. the show. What do you know? <laughs> I am the show. All right. Mm. What do you look for in a sub? Um, do you like a brat? Do you like a good girl? Do you like? I mean, I like I it... like brat tendencies. I, I I think I like being a brat because I would say I'm a bratty dom, and I like diffusing. Yeah, I know. I, I was talking to somebody about that as well about being a bratty dom because I can diffuse a brat pretty quickly by one not being bothered by anything and letting them walk into their own trap <laughs> and then being really smug about it because they try to be bratty and then suddenly I have turned the tables without them knowing and they did it to themselves and that is the most fun so I do kind of like having that brat and having almost like the back and forth like, mm -hmm. like you know, I don't I don't I, yeah, I don't want total control. I want, I want, I want something where I'm challenged to be, you know, to be there. So, like, I, I like to challenge and I like to set like the to be web. A big boy. Likes to be challenged. Like to be, be a big boy. Be a big boy. Big boy. I'm a big boy. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I like, I like to give him the, the the cat and mouse kind of deal. Like, you know, very cheeky, very fun, and that's really fun part about brats is. That's what they are. I mean, I don't want somebody to just be like, yes, sir. Because then I don't know if I'm doing good or if you're just trying to say that. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I... Last couple of questions for the new couple. year. Wow. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Come on, oh, big boy. What has been your favorite memory of Dinks with Kinks, about being on Dinks with Kinks? Uh... Besides what wanting to know whether or not your vagina is steamy, because that's oh a pretty big favor. Oh my of mine. god, Are we gonna let that one go? <laughs> no, we're not. Uh, I need to know if it's steamy. Oh, okay. No, I couldn't. I couldn't pick a single one. I mean, uh, I went back and listened to some of like our episodes before you came on, and I'm like, you know. Once you came on, that kind of just changed what Dinks and Kinks were with me. But, like, I there's things I really do appreciate about the very early episodes. And there's stuff that I love that you've been on board. And I'm just like, I don't know if I could pick a favorite moment. Because the parts that I didn't think I really enjoyed, I, I listen back and I'm like, no, that was kind of fun. And then, <laughs> you know, then there are the parts that I absolutely love. I mean, I don't know how many times I've said this has been my favorite episode so far. I've said that so many times that that might as well be my catchphrase because we've had so many moments <laughs> at that very moment. This was my favorite moment of us. Like together. You did get to see my out. navel. You did get to see my navel and it and was it as deep as I said. Shockingly deep. I was not kidding. <laughs> I dropped a penny down there and I'm pretty sure it's still falling. Oh, you know, I mean, it's a wishing well. <laughs> And for you to be so tiny, okay. that's the that's the unfair part. I don't know how no. it's so deep. Yeah, it's a TARDIS. You know. <laughs> what is one kink? Not and maybe it has been one that we haven't covered yet that you want to try in twenty twenty two. It can be one we've covered, but one we haven't covered yet. What is one kink? Hmm. Know, maybe pegging I haven't, I haven't done that yet and you know 2021 fucked me pretty good so <laughs> i might as well actually try it with consent this time 
You know? Oh, I see. I, you know, 2021 pretty much fucked me unconsentingly. And I wasn't down for that. But maybe if I'm like, okay, it's time to get fucked for real. Let's do this. Maybe. I don't know. There's there's a whole list of things I want to try. I want to explore. I want to experience new stuff that maybe I don't even know about. And I'm excited because every year, we every time we spin the wheel, I'm excited because especially if I don't know what we're talking about. Get to learn something new and maybe I'm into it. So. Okay. Yeah, like this Rebecca fetish we haven't heard much about yet. That sounds mm-hmm. appealing. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you know what? We're good. I'm good. <laughs> you know, I could spin the wheel uh, and it could land on you for all you know. <laughs> our, our, I'm the only our, one left. I'm the only are... one left. <laughs> well, we saved the, hey, we saved the best for last. Well, John, thank you for... I know that this wasn't your most favorite most comfortable episode that we've ever done yeah. but least favorite episode uh, of all time that's my new catchphrase 2022 <laughs> least favorite episode of all time <laughs> but thank you for sharing with us i appreciate well, it now do you want to do the sign off do the uh, i will media but first thing? i gotta i gotta i gotta spin the wheel we're gonna talk about oh. but while the, the when the wheel has started spinning and before we do i want to thank both of y'all uh, this is a brand new year, and I'm excited to do kinks with you guys in the new year. Uh, we've had several people reach out and say that we ended the year correctly. Uh, they with love the, toy the episode? Christmas episode. They love the toy episode, <laughs> and they wanted to send their accolades that they loved us and everything like that. The only the only complaint is that we weren't as disciplined this year as we were the year before. We were a little more loosey goosey. Oh, wait, um, wait, wait, you spun the wait, wheel, didn't you? What? Wait. And what? so I think I think we need to go back old school and get more in the detail of the safety and like the more hardcore detail, like really doing the research, getting in there and knowing stuff, really discipline ourselves to do what we're doing. So starting with a fresh start, fresh year, brand new year, same dinks, we're doing discipline. That's our oh, mother. <laughs> No, I'm really on the fence of like, did they actually say this or did he just elaborately? I know. That was all like, oh, people liked it. And then I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> no, I mean, I have I have noticed like our last couple of episodes have been silly. So I'm like, we should get back to like the more technical roots of it. Not just talk about how awesome Rebecca's steamy vagina is. Oh my God! <laughs> just gonna, I'm just gonna milk it till it's dead. No, the audience has loved every second of what we've been doing. We've been doing a great job, and that was an absolute fun. You got, you guys have been doing a great job. It's been a ton of fun. And next week we're gonna be talking well, about discipline. I am so glad to start this new year with you guys. I'm excited. Time. Uh, new year, new kinks. And if you want to tell us what how we're doing, and you you're listening to this, and you want to reach out and just say. What a god awful episode this was because we talked about that weirdo, not the people with the good chemistry, but the one weirdo who's always on there talking about puns and stuff. You can reach out to us at uh, Dinks with Kinks on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And yeah, you know, give us a shout. Talk to us. Tell us what you think. Uh, I am unfortunately uh, the star of the episode uh, tonight, and uh, one of the hosts, John Dondero. <laughs> And with me, as always, uh, the ever-inquisitive and always sweet Miss Rebecca. Bye, everyone. Happy New Year. (laughs) And uh, as always, 
my friend till the end, uh, my um, one of the uh, dinkiest of the uh, kinks, Mr. Chef. Oh. The, the true, the true, the true dink with kink. Um, okay. Till next time. <laughs> he's a fan favorite. I see. I have to pick on him because he's a fan favorite. He's everyone's favorite, so I have to pick on him. He is. I have so to you say. So, you say. so the audience Chef. says. I know, I'm just like no, I've got to, I've got to bring that man down a peg. Can't have him, have him doing a big head. Um, I want to thank all of y'all. Fair, but whatever. I hear you I get all. You don't have any social media. That's not my fault. So anyway, I want to thank you, the audience, for listening, and we will see you next week uh, when we're back to our disciplined podcasts. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>